We're live. Here we go. Yes. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Connotagious, your second favorite podcast, because Real Man finished second. Um, Every time you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. So on today's episode, we have a very special guest, and that guest is the one and only, the creative, the photographer of, of the Illawarra, Samuel David. How are you, my man? Everyone, welcome, I'm, Sam. I'm good. I'm clapping on. Good, good. what a nice welcome yeah no I'm, I'm good i'm happy to be here i, I was well there was a bit of a competition joe rogan asked me to be on at the same time oh but no. i said i'm already booked yeah i'm a man of my word so yeah we are always um we are always competing with joe i can imagine yes yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he always gets the good guests yeah what what do you mean we have the best right now. We have. No, that's, that's, that's what I mean. We got Sam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we won one. <laughs> so, man, tell us a little about yourself. Give give uh, our audience what we all want to hear. The juicy source of Sam David. Oh, I wish I was interesting, um, but I'll try my best. I am 24 years old, and I run a photography and videography business in the Illawarra. Um, it has many different layers. Much like an onion. Ooh. Only Ooh, some of man. my videos will make you cry. <laughs> Just the wedding one. Just the wedding one. Yeah. And yeah, that's like the majority of sort of what I'm known for. And then, you know, there's lots behind the scenes. Lots yeah. of other layers. We'll, yeah. we'll peel back those layers, brother. Don't you worry about that. We're going oh, to yeah. peel them back bit by bit. Bring it on. Um, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with the first question, man. Like it's simple as like pretty standard. Like, when did you get into photography and like yeah like when did you first start doing it yeah well <clears throat> i my my brother was a photographer um and i was always sort of interested in that but he sort of didn't take it too seriously but i was like oh yeah that's pretty cool and i was like drawing and all m movies all that type of thing and yeah. um but yeah never wanted to do it of course <laughs> But then out of you out of high school, I'm like, yeah, I should probably go to uni, I guess. So I went to uni, I was doing like social science, just twiddling my thumbs, just you know, trying to live the, the party life. And you know, I was in a degree that was just useless and it was just a time waster on the yeah. old hex. And um yeah, so I was just doing that and then I started editing uh NFL videos on youtube and i started getting like subscribers and some of my videos had like you know a quarter of a million views and stuff like that and i was like i liked piecing together like a story and like a montage and a feeling out of those highlights when i would make like a player's highlights yeah. or whatever you know the sound design and all that and i was like oh i should get a camera and like continue to story type of thing and then so yeah i got a camera i started mucking around with it and everyone's like oh you should like pursue it and i'm like oh yeah why not I'll give it a whirl. <laughs> yeah. so I, ch I changed yeah. degree to another useless degree. Hopefully the teachers don't watch this. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, no. we'll, we'll have to blow your face out. We'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll never know. Yeah, um, that's, that's cool, man. I can, um, yeah, and then I was... The miscellaneous uh, degrees. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've got a lot of half degrees. That's all right, me too. It's, uh, Not even degrees, I've got half hobbies. <laughs> yeah, oh, 100%. And... I, I did half a social science and half a digital media, so I just have like a, a social media degree. <laughs> there you go. Look at that. He's I tried to. Absolutely creative right there, Mr. Creative. Um, so where did you sort of like 
decide that um, you know th- this is it like for you like you obviously the way the path that you sort of present yourself especially on your social media like it looks like this is going to be your thing yeah yeah I'm, th- I'm thinking about doing it yeah yeah <laughs> so like where, yeah. where was that for you like where was that i don't think i'm gonna make the olympics so uh, i don't know it's a tough man. call brother i mean you've yeah. still got four you got three years now man i mean what would you what would you compete in what would be your what would you go for um oh good question i could see you i could see you uh being real good at uh fencing you ever thought about picking up the old men's saber uh, no, the only time I sword fight is in the urinals. <laughs> Touche. Yes, yeah. Touché. Uh, no, unfortunately, a, uh... athleticism was not a gift of mine. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I reckon you could get into some strongman stuff. I reckon you've got some uh, some muscle behind you. <laughs> I, I feel I have filmed strongman before. That counts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to the Olympics. I'll just be on the sideline. With the camera, getting those snap shots, brother. Getting the yeah, history moment. It. That's what you mean. Yeah. Where, where so, was I? Oh yeah, no, I, yeah, I probably will do this. I think I'm sorry, but yeah, there has been a couple of it, it's it moments. Like I think when I bought my first camera and I was just like making a film of like the storm that was happening at the time. There's just been a little moments along the way, like little goosebump moments. Like that, that's a tiny one. And then when I filmed my first wedding, and that came together, and it was it was almost like a passion project, mainly because it was my first one. It was nearly for free. It was basically for free. And then it was just like finding out my style and all that. And I, I, I sat in Ferry Meadow Maccas with my laptop and showed the couple the film and they started crying. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, this could be this could be the go. Could be on at something here. <laughs> and then yeah, and then several moments during that job I had where like I my boss was happy, the cl- their client was happy, blah, blah, blah. And then I think lately. Because I, I, I go through artistic sort of fluctuations and my confidence is up and down and all that. But lately, it's been just the reviews I get from people, both on the like artistic portraiture side and then also like the business side. And yeah, but and I'll delve more into how everything's coming full circle soon. Yeah. But, um, yeah. What a um, question I was going to ask, actually, you did touch on it a little bit. Um, what is it like being a part of someone's wedding? Like, that would be pretty mad, I'd imagine. Like, you'd be catching all these emotions and all these like stories and stuff like that would be pretty confronting but quite quite yeah it's it's, it's pretty cool because it's like when you think of any movie or story ever love is usually the baseline of it and i think you know love is at the root of every story so finding out their story being there to capture it it's just the most natural form of storytelling there is hundred percent yeah and it's just such a happy day like everyone's happy and it, it does rub off and yeah it's just a, a good vibe to be around does it make uh, yeah, it get very, very hard but very worth it yeah yeah does it i uh, think knowing it... yeah go go no knowing that like how long those films will last for as mm. well is crazy like to think that some poor grandkid will have to watch this shitty 4k video <laughs> Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like potato quality, 4K, yeah. <laughs> yeah, four K, like just trash. It's like yeah, seventy eight like, K now. It's oh like God, you can yeah. smell the yeah. wedding, but yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. This is this is so trash. What but, I was, what uh, I was yeah, knowing on. that it'll like I I've done a wedding where both of the bride and groom have actually passed away. So like knowing that their yeah. kids will be able to watch that and that type of thing, 
like just stuff yeah. like that I think is very like good like that was a wedding I did for charity and I I got called up by the radio station the night before and I was on the piss and I was like yeah yeah I'll, I'll do it because on 98 and they'd, they'd organized everything yeah. so like they'd organized every single part of the wedding and put it all together so I did it like hungover and it was like such a beautiful day and then once the bride passed away you know I would call the photographer and we talk about it and yeah and just knowing the kids will always have that and stuff that's another one of those moments where it really sort of yeah, yeah. 100% I mean not many people can that's um yeah pretty that's nice man that's really good you did that 100% no it was yeah very worth it no that is awesome that's 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 very wholesome my guy that is um there's some beautiful work <laughs> right there um I was gonna ask doing all these weddings yeah does it make you feel like do you want to get married <laughs> yeah interesting one i think i think i was filming a wedding once like um i think i was like seeing a girl and i was filming a wedding and she like i think she she had like friend zoned me or like ended it while i was filming it <laughs> so i think <laughs> i like pulled my phone out and i'm filming all this love and it was just like me getting my heart shattered and i was just like <laughs> filming just like with a tear rolling down the cheek <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, hiding back tears and everyone's just wondering why the cameraman's just blowing up in the yeah corner. they're just like oh he must be really like emotional about this wedding like, he really yeah. gets it this guy yeah he, <laughs> he, 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 he's one with the wedding yeah. but yeah, yeah. What, marriage is an interesting one for me i think society is changing a lot and i think the whole pressure like married at 30 you know you do this you do this you do this i feel like my life might not be completely conventional it could be like i think it's easy to say like no oh, no nah. but then you like meet someone next week and then you're like married in three years or whatever but yeah <laughs> um, yeah I, I think I am like an old school romantic. So I think I definitely like want to get married and have like a big celebration and all that just cause, and I mean, after filming so many of them, it'll be, it'll be cool. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool to be on that. It'll be hard camera. to pick the camera people, but yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, my guy, like, yo, imagine that. Imagine Connor Tages fucking filming your wedding. I'm just saying. I'm Don't just ruin saying. the guy's wedding before it's even happened. <laughs> yeah. I'll get divorced the next day. 100%. Who hired these clowns to just run around? It's, it's just a mini clip of like us just fucking around. And uh, I can imagine you being MC. Oh, you reckon? Yeah. But I, I won't oh, fun, yet. Fun fact, man. Fun fact here. I actually, when I was 18 years old, I MC'd a wedding. <laughs> I MC'd uh, my friend's wedding. It was the weirdest fucking experience. It, hey, was, you, uh, it was quite 18, interesting. When you were 18, someone I was 18. your mate was getting married. Yeah. Well, yeah, one of my friends got married at 18. Fuck, that's... Still together too. Unreal. Shout out to those guys. You know who you are. You're fantastic guys. That's, yeah, that's yeah, some, um, that's, that's some true love right there. True love. That was good stuff. Yeah, man. Quite um, so, yeah, you know, like, what were we saying, Connor? I just said quite like the love <laughs> I have for the both of you. Oh, <laughs> you do all that. So um, his friends didn't get me to film their wedding, so stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how old I um, was at the time, but. How would you have been? So what's that? So, like, that was like, yeah, fuck, that was like eight years ago. That was pretty wild. Yeah, I would have been in year 10. <laughs> could, be a little, could be a little student one, a little amateur pro. I didn't yeah. even touch the camera. Oh, really? Or anything at that stage. So it probably was <laughs> a good decision on their behalf. Good, good call on their behalf. <laughs> yeah. <get ya. laughs> um, how would you best describe what you, is you do then? Like, what is your basis? Like, what's your, especially with your actual artistic side of it, how would you yeah, best describe yeah. what you do? Yeah, it's hard. And 
I'm glad I have the two pages now because it was just too confusing with the one because yeah it's just so many different things like portraiture like fashion and like the artistic like nudes and then like brand work and then you've got like businesses commercial corporate weddings and both photo and video too where like a a lot of people only do like the one of them so it's Mm, yeah it's just like it's it is definitely hard to describe and i hate like the cliche word like content creator so i try to stay away from that but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I cover most content that needs creating, but <laughs> still won't say it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, um, you do. Um, you're doing a fair bit, man. Like, you're um, you're even. You were saying you're dabbling into making film as well. Like, you were writing a script or writing like short stories. Yeah, lock, lock. And I was going to touch on this. Lockdown has been interesting in that way that I've been like feeling like more inspired and sort of getting back to why i originally got into it all like just like just filming and like making films and stuff where i got away from that for a while and i've even been doing like a lot more photography than video and stuff where i think video will always be like the first love and yeah as of late like i'm putting together a plan to buy like a cinema camera and stuff and i think that's got me like excited and whatnot but then also yeah i've just been like at 1am in the morning i just can't sleep or whatever and i'll just be like inspired and i just have stuff in my notes so i've been planning like I plan like a little like ad for like my favorite sports energy drink. I've planned um, love the love of my life, my car. Plan to film about that. Yeah. Sort of like a an ode, an ode to the Mustang, and because my friend has a '68 Mustang and it's the same color, so I'm going to do like a young versus old documentary type of thing where like it starts off about the old one, but then it sort of becomes the new one, and I'll yep. have like a voiceover. I'm probably hire someone to do a voiceover that I write. So I have that. Dylan's, yeah, I have Dylan's the... pretty good at that. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> what is it? No, I wouldn't use my voice, brother. It's too annoying. You lose. Yeah, you get but... Morgan Freeman or something. Morgan Freeman's yeah. much more. Uh, that's, that, that's what I mean. Like Dylan does it with Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I do a tiny. I don't think I've ever tried to do a Morgan Freeman. I wouldn't. Right. I wouldn't do the man justice. Give us. Give us. Give us. Try already. My best Morgan Freeman. Uh, what was the What was the Mustang again? What was it? What year? Uh, 1968. Okay, here we go. Here we go. The year was 1968. Ford Mustang. That's that's as best as you're gonna get. You know know what? There was a second there. There was a second there where I was like, "Hey, he's got this." And then it kind of went. If I turned, if I turned it down and walked into another room, I might have slightly thought it was Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely, too. I, I started to get extra freckles on me cheek. That's how I started feeling Morgan Freeman. All right. Well, I, I think we could uh, safely say it could be time to address the uh, big elephant in the, in the room, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do love this. Uh, I think it's, it's time to get into the juice and uh, hit, some, hit some fucking... You're going to get some viewers for this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I get asked about this a lot. Yeah, my man. And I want to keep this um, as professional as possible for yourself. Like, um, obviously, there's these kind of questions. Fuck. Like, I mean, it's you've got basically, I'm just going to get into it. I'm not going to fucking, yeah. I've answered it so many times, which helps. Yeah, don't you worry. Stop pussy, um, fo- pussy footing around. Going, yeah, it's hard, push. man. It's uh, because like you obviously you take photos of very attractive girls, right? And like, um, it's it's like 
how how do you work around that in a in a sense like where does uh how do you take your emotions and sort of stuff out of what you're doing and focus on just the art of your you know your profession yeah good question i've always <laughs> asked this i'm gonna ask this in the street my neighbors ask me this yeah, I, yeah, I've yeah. Been asked this a lot of times um yeah so it's like if you walk into like a courtroom or something and it just has that professional tense or well not tense has that professional atmosphere that's sort of what it's like and it's seriously like it is very different to if i'm on like a one-on-one date with someone like it's just like uh, may as well talk about nudity because that's always the uh interesting one like obviously i shoot a lot of nudity and stuff where people are like oh you know like do you have to like you know, strap it down so you don't get pain and just all this shit like all the time <laughs> which is a compliment but um yeah i like i get asked this stuff all the time and it, it's good to finally address it i think i, I think a lot of people want to like kind of hear it i mm. mean it, it makes sense because you know I'm, I'm a straight male mm. you know I'm, I'm not asexual or anything like yeah. it's it's a fair enough question but when it comes to our to my shoots it's just like it's like another side of the brain. It's like it's two sides. It's of the business. Brain. It it's really, pure, like, it's, like even it's, I can't explain it sometimes. Yeah. And I know most people I know couldn't do it. And I, I didn't train myself to do it. It just it's sort of how it is. And I think like, you know, when I'm shooting like nude, it's like, it's dead set, just like shapes, lines, sort of like things the light can hit and just like this rawness and it's just, yeah, like I've never even felt like the slightest bit like turned on. And it could be because of the type of shots I do as well. Like it's not sexual poses or anything like that. And I think it's also like, um, where are we going? And I think, yeah, the, the difference I try to say to people is like, like people just think they're just like naked. And I'm just like standing with them, chatting to them, talking to them, blah, blah, blah. But like, I'll pretty much, I'll be like, and I'm like socially awkward anyway so it's actually really easy to like just face the other way and talk so like I'll just be like you know we're talking about pose and I'll sort of be like yeah just get like this blah 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 so you know they might climb on a rock stand like this kind of put their arms up or something like this and once they're there they'll say ready I'll turn around I'll shoot it shoot it shoot it and then I'll turn around again so I actually only ever see what the photo ends up being like taken so yeah, like okay. I, I've done nude shoots without ever seeing like a nipple or anything because it's doesn't yeah just seamless like it yeah. just works that way no that's well, yeah, different well, people yeah. different people have different sort of comfort levels some like don't care and they're just like all chill and some as far as like how sort of intense the shoot is and like formal that's probably the word it all depends on the person i always just play off their vibe like sometimes humor and stuff will help and all that but they're not yeah on the other side if i'm on a like a date or something and it all goes well and, you know, I've been invited up for a cuppa or something. <laughs> and she decides to disrobe. Completely different side of the brain. Like, jaw hits the floor. The mm-hmm. Downstairs, the dark night rises. Yeah. Completely different. <laughs> and I, I, I do, I, I definitely get why people are like, how is it different? Because it, like, technically isn't. But yeah. it's just, it's just, yeah, different. 
yeah, it's just like two different parts of the brain. And kind of the, the context though, isn't it? Because like, I guess when you're shooting the shoot, you wouldn't be thinking like, oh, hold on, this person's going to, I'm in with a chance here. It's kind of like you've been hired for a job and you see it yeah. as that kind of job. And yeah, like it's, and also, so I think I've seen you write as well, which I don't agree with. Um, the human body is just this thing. It's just like, it's just so raw and natural. And it's actually a, a fantastic looking thing in the human body. So like, oh yeah, especially when it's mixed with water and greenery yep. and everything yep. else, like just the sh- yeah shape, size, especially like the female body, like, oh yeah, but, yeah, but both, it's just, yeah. And then it, it's, I think a lot of people struggle to like gap between like nudity and then like it being sexual. Yeah. Sex, like, yeah. So many people have the old fashioned like mindset that nudity equals sexual, but it's mm-hmm. just, yeah, two very like, I think um, a lot, of, like a, a big problem, especially for us us guys, uh, porn. Like, you know, everything we see on our phone, like, let's face it, there's a lot of guys out there watch porn every day. And like, oh yeah, you know, when, when you start doing that, whenever you see someone naked, that's an instant, like, you know, the endorphins come flying through and it's like, it's a relation to what you watch every night or whenever you decide to, you know, tickle the Jeffrey. And now um, yeah. like <laughs> that. My friend Connor I, does it three times a day. I know a guy called Connor who does that too. <laughs> anyway, yo, no, no, I've definitely, yeah. I, I, um, I've cut porn completely out of my life. I, I reckon I was probably a little too enticing to uh, watch a bit of pornography every single day. So uh, it became quite a toxic habit. And uh, since cutting it out, uh, I feel like your your brain sort of like levels out as well. And you're able to sort of like differentiate the um, the actual like meaning and what what's going on. Like, so, you know, before like when i was actually like watching a lot of porn you know i would see like your um your posts and i'd be like fuck okay but like now it's kind of like i understand the art behind it uh especially like being able to like sort of like it uh, because i'm not fucking watching porn all the time my brain's not like i'm not an absolute horny fucking mess like i control my sexual yeah, yeah. and stuff like that so it doesn't you can start to split it a bit more I, and i think you experiencing it yourself probably helps as well yeah yeah that's it and um if, yeah. there, if there was one shoot where i wanted to be unprofessional was that one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a follow-up question i got a good question um the two-parter it's a two-parter have you ever shot nude men before and here's my second part question do you, would you shoot a calendar with me <laughs> <laughs> A steamy little saucy calendar i know it's getting hot in here is it not <laughs> no i actually haven't shot a nude male but i also haven't really been asked to i yeah i think i had an inquiry once but then they never followed up but i've shot i've shot two guys that were you know like shirtless like one was in the water like dripping wet like all that type of thing like yeah i've yeah, I have no problem with it. It's something I want to do more, especially now that I'm getting more into like fitness media and stuff. Like, so like capturing, you know, some of the guys I work out with and like my trainer and all that. Like, because it, it it's dead set new shapes and lines to play with. So it's just yeah. like, and the way the light, like harsh light, can make guys look really good, where it can make girls look really bad and stuff like that. Yeah, okay, yeah, that type of thing. 
all the different contours and whatnot. We'll be able to catch yeah, it. Yeah, up. yeah. It adds more shadow to the abs and stuff when it's on guys. But then with girls, it's not as like flattering and all this stuff because you want it to be like yeah. kind of soft. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it's definitely. Um, yeah, oh, I'm always open to it. Like I don't care. Easier because I can make way more jokes and hundred like, <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, cal- a it calendar cold? with is... you. Yeah, that. Yeah, I'll tell you what. No, what, what if no, no, we have a Christmas thing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just thinking that. What if it can um, be a charity for the blind? <laughs> exactly. I was uh, I was thinking, what if yeah, what if we do a Christmas special calendar, the three of us, as in like, well, oh, Lucas isn't here tonight, um, but yeah. Oh, does oh. he not like me? No, no, we're actually not entirely sure why he um, he couldn't make it tonight. I think um, he ran into some some issues. I don't know what exactly they were, but um, yeah, hopefully he's. Right. I don't know. I don't know feelings, Lucas. It's all right. <laughs> oh, hang on. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. I don't worry about that. Then we'll do a connotation. We'll do a contagious calendar where like, oh, yeah. yeah, we'll do that bad boy. Oh, yeah. That'll be like our first load of merch, I reckon. <laughs> Fucking hell. That thing would oh, not yeah. come off any shelf. That would just be collecting <laughs> dust. I'd have about 50 calendars <laughs> to give away. Oh, no. Shit, no. I reckon, it, I reckon it'd be a hot hitter. Um, <laughs> yeah. So have you had any, like really uncomfortable moments whilst shooting like and i'm not saying like between like you and your client like even like bystanders or something like that oh, bystanders are always a good time <laughs> yeah uh yeah there's been a there's been a few like i've had a few people who hang around for obvious reasons but yeah it's funny because they don't have to turn into like a security guard it's only happened like twice mm-hmm. but good thing about creepy people they're either always like old or like they're never like very intimidating. <laughs> like, they're either yeah. small or old or like both, and you sort of it's just frail. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just sweep the leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, it was like yeah. sweep the walking stick. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you better keep walking, Grandpa. I'll fucking fuck the other leg up. <laughs> you want another hip done, son? Oh, mate, just starting to feel some things as not felt in years. You just let it hang around a bit. Fucking <laughs> hell. Oh, I have that effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's something you might not even be looking at the woman, mate. You might just be thinking, what a man behind the camera. Oh, I know, I know. But um, no, nah, it hasn't been too bad. There's been some like funny ones where like it's been like a nude shoot and people have rocked up and she's got to like hide. That's happened a few times. It's always funny. Yeah, okay. Um, but no, nah, yeah, there's, I don't think there's been, I, don't, I can't think of too many uncomfortable moments. I think once I had someone like come up to her and be like, do you know that that man's sucking photos of you? And I'm like, what, are you fucking tapped or what? Like, <laughs> i'm right here there's a lot of strange people out there so i've I've had like a few things like that but no nothing um too bad i haven't really had a nightmare client experience which is good i've had a um i've had one it was after i think like the person did my dms and all this oh really wasn't happy about the the type of photos you took or oh yeah just yeah it was just 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 like what was doing Blah blah blah. Just like having a go at me. And and yeah, and they weren't even really yeah, right. Yeah. But um, hmm. no, yeah, it's been pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I made all, uh, all kinds of people. Like, I think I the thing I like because I I was very I was pretty shy growing up. So I think something I like about um 
all these shoots is I made all these different like connections and friends from all different walks of life and you know different sort of personalities and everything yeah that's pretty that's awesome because like we um you know we're mates but like i've only once you know what i mean and like being oh yeah yeah we still we still keep in contact through like social media and stuff like that but like i i wouldn't um you know how you have like you know when you have an acquaintance right and yeah yeah. you're an acquaintance like i wouldn't call you like i don't feel that kind of yeah i'd say you're above that yeah yeah like i do i do have a a lot of love for you yeah that's it and i I definitely i definitely give you a lot of love back and um you know i i really appreciate like your your profession and you you know you're so um you're such like you're a top bloke man and you're probably like perfect for um what you do because you know the characteristic that you hold with um when you're shooting because like i've first like i've experienced it firsthand i've been there you know i've gotten my gear off not all of it i mean but hey the future is not far away so it's coming (laughs) it won't be the only thing um (laughs) oh yes that's right dylan it's there (laughs) god take it away i can see you've got a question my man go for it oh no no um oh well guess what i was gonna say was man do you have like obviously, if you're you're a creative person, you have your um. You're just saying like from the get go, you've been doing creative shit. Um, do you have like a certain message with your photos you try to make? Like, I mean, like not messages in like you preach, but like do you have a certain yeah, kind of, like, yeah. message that you would say your art says? Um, there's probably a, a couple. I don't think I originally set out to do anything, but then like as you know i've created the artwork it's sort of gone a certain way like there's a few things like i i won't because my my brother struggled with like an eating disorder and nearly passed away from it so i'm pretty like body conscious and stuff so like i've had like some people ask me like literally like edit their body Mm. like change it and that's sort of like something i won't do just because like i i'd say there'd be a few like 15 year old girls following me that would see it and be like oh why don't i look like that blah 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 and that's just not what i'm about so i'd say that's a big one but then yeah just expressing yourself and just i think my favorite message is more not to the people who are viewing the artwork but more the people that are in it is like i love making all these just like because 90 percent of people i shot are first timers so i like making all these like regular Mm. people like feel like models and like like they i very often get the quote like oh my god is that me type of thing yeah and i think that's probably my favorite part because everyone you know can look good it's just yeah yeah letting someone else sort of frame it for you instead of your own brain which never frames it well yeah that's it and oh, no, you said, never, never. <laughs> your brain can be a enemy like yeah like you're saying oh, man, yeah. like um having you, know, you really do actually make every, every single person, person you uh, wow. shoot look like a model like it and it's crazy like it's you know even with even with mine i know i'm a handsome bloke but you just made me look like a king Oh yeah, I polished a turd. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine all the girls in your DMs after that one. Uh, I had to go no, home and question. I, I'll, be, I'll be honest. To be honest, actually, the most female attention I get is like those fake accounts that go like, "Hey, click my link and see my titties." Like that's about all the female attention I get, and I'm completely oh, they're fine. fake. Oh, okay. Oh shit, I have to adjust my DMs then. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's that's one of the downsides of watching a lot of porn is uh, they they get encrypted in, within your social media and they, like since I've like sort of stopped, it hasn't it doesn't happen as much, but um, it was a regular occurrence. Like just every fucking day was like, hey, check out my link, and I'm like, for fuck's sake, man! Like, can't I just find? a genuine girl who actually wants to talk to me but no it's all good you know i'm happy to talk to my own walls oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm surprised those thirst trap picks didn't do it for you surely the tinder was popping after that i actually don't have tinder oh, I um, i've only ever used tinder like once when i was like 18 and after i just fucking yeah wasn't really bothered by it um I'm not. I'm not really a person to. Uh, um, uh, how do I say it? Like, I don't know. I just don't agree with Tinder. I mean, and, and I'm not saying never use it. I'm not saying that people that use it are fucking like bad or anything like that. It's just something that I've never really thought. Like, I, I am a bit of like a hopeless romantic kind of guy. Like, I would like to, you know, maybe one day fucking walk down the street and you know that those beautiful eyes lock and we sort of like get a heart stiffy um but you know like, <laughs> yeah, I think that's at, called a stroke yeah uh, <laughs> at the end of the day yeah. um, you know the thing things in life like you, you really got to focus on your journey and um whoever else comes into it is just a bonus and um so i'm pretty grateful to have like fine young gentlemen like yourselves to be in my life and um, be able to share it with you guys and, you know, experience all the journeys going along. But speaking, speaking of journeys, my man, how is your fitness journey going on? Cause like that, that there is some fuck, that's a vibe, my guy, like you're doing great. Oh yeah. T- today was massive. I think I did a thousand steps. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Thousand <laughs> steps, mate. <That's laughs> stuff. But overall, <laughs> uh, overall it's going, it's going pretty good. Uh, if we don't count today. Today was a rest day, but um, hey. oh yeah, that's going. It's it's going good. That's rest. Uh, it's been a, a rest a, days, brother. Big year of change. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It's been a big year of change, and just yeah, my fitness journey, and just like focusing on me for probably like full focusing on me fully for like probably the first time in my life, and mm. you know putting myself first, and it's yeah, it's it's quite life changing. Like it's changed the way I approach everything. Like it's changed the way I approach like romance, mm-hmm. like friendships business just everything like yeah i feel like it's been a big year of change mm-hmm. just haven't had anything else to do so. yeah well, COVID, so. where did uh, <laughs> you might as well take some shit up that's it where did uh that change sort of like start do you reckon do you reckon there was a trigger for it because like i found a lot of the time you sort of go through uh, whether it's an epiphany or i don't know sometimes you just fucking wake up one day and you're like I don't like what the fuck I'm doing right now. And I, I, I got to change it. So, like, is there, was there a moment like that? Or did you just sort of like go? Um, oh, it's, it's something I've struggled with like all my life. And it was sort of like just reaching boiling point. Like, I'm like, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Mm-hmm. And then it just slowly got to, and I was just in like a rut. I was, I was like living at my ex's house. And I was just, cause it was locked down. I was like, just pretty much just staying in her room with a, I mean, I guess like, because it was her like parents' house, mm-hmm. I was only going to really stay like in the room, and I was just ordering like Uber Eats like every day, and just like it was locked down, so nothing was happening, and I was in a rut. And then, and I mean, I was already fat before that, so it wasn't great. 
And then, so um, yeah, the, extra, the Uber Eats doesn't really add on to that, does it? It's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I'm, already, I'm already here. But yeah. um, but yeah, I'd always had the problem with it and always hated it, blah, blah, blah. And then I guess it reached boiling point and then I split from her, went back to live at home and finally just finally face it. It was something I sort of always avoided, but always like knew I hated type of thing. And then mm. yeah, just face it full on and then in doing so facing sort of, anything else i've avoided for like 24 years and yeah. then yeah just got into it finally dude that's it's been awesome. like six months or something i think yeah that's solid yeah. man yeah 100 it's crazy how much uh like how much it can make for like make a difference for you too like you know what i mean like you oh, always yeah. think like oh you know it's gonna take ages but like take like a month or two before you're doing it and it's like fuck man how the fuck have not not been doing this this whole time yeah oh yeah, yeah. it's just ridiculous and that's you smell. That's good to hear, man. Yeah, like you, you probably find that you're you're enjoying more the journey than what the end product you're you're looking for, right? Like it's it's, it's oh, hundred percent. And yeah. just like how much better it is for my mental health, and just like you know, I I'm more confident going into shoots for whatever reason. So therefore, my work becomes better, and it just yeah, has all these flow on effects. And I've actually fucking noticed that too. Like I've noticed in your shoots and like the things that you've been posting. Obviously, like the most recent ones, like there has been like a really cool shift. Like I can kind of like see you in your work in a way. Like it's like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if that's just because I've been like following you for a little bit now, or um because like you know we're always here to improve, right? And you know you're gonna get better as the more you do things. Um, Oh but, yeah. You know, as of late, like even that um that midnight shoot that you did, like with the moon and stuff like that. Oh, everyone loves that one, dude! Like it was fucking awesome, man. You know, like it, yeah. it was really good. Um, your empowerment shoots. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, talk to us a bit, a little bit about that. Like, where did that come about? And um, you know, I saw um a photographer I follow in Queensland do it, and I thought, oh yeah, that's like a really cool way of sort of, you know, you just get people together that don't know each other sort of like people that sort of want to shoot but are too scared to do like a one-on-one because it can be like intimidating and daunting and just yeah just a morning to make friends feel good about yourself like get photos and yeah it was just like a really sound like business idea and it seemed like it really kind of made everyone quite happy and I, I still see now and then people like either commenting on each other's photos and that type of thing that met like that morning or those mornings which is pretty cool and yeah I'll, it's been a while since i've done one um for obvious reasons but yeah yeah uh, this summer and i was probably I was, I was probably starting to do them sort of like too close together so like i think the like the break's been good and then yeah this summer i'll definitely have to do one or two mm. you should um you should advertise for one for a bunch of dudes a hundred percent bunch of dudes with their shirts off would be pretty good yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just saying. Bring an esky. Bring yeah. an esky. Yeah, that's it. A bit of a bit of beach cricket. How um how esky how... <laughs> a bit of beach cricket. A few wickets hanging around too, I'd imagine. <laughs> how um how how would you say that COVID's affected like your kind of business? Obviously shooting being the biggest things, like how have you managed to work around that? Yeah. COVID is I mean it's been obviously back and forth, up and down, what I can do. But I think that really did bring my like portrait photography to the forefront because it sort of became like the only thing I could do a lot of the time. And like mm. currently, it's the only thing I can do. So like 
and it's good because it's made me like focus on that get better at that and stuff but yeah it's definitely like weddings have been postponed so i'm not really getting any future bookings because anyone's too scared to organize their wedding which is totally fair mm-hmm. um mm. businesses are closed so i'm not doing like advertising for them um and yeah so it's all like fairly sort of quiet but it has allowed me to work on my skills and sort of it's like coming full circle with this whole like writing like these films and ads and documentaries again and you know working on getting like a cinema camera and all that like it's had its positives and it's also sort of stopped me from like burning out by giving me like a forced sort of mental and physical break Mm -hmm. and yeah it's yeah it's been an interesting one um I, I do look forward to when it's all back to normal I think it'll sort of hit me in the face with like how busy I'll be at first but I am looking forward to it yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. Are you excited? Sorry, go, Dylan. All good. There you go. Mine is just going to be a mundane, like, how much does a, a cinema co- camera even cost? I'm curious. Oh, a lot. <laughs> I'm getting fancy like, automatic. Like, one of the cheaper ones. Um, yeah. Because Red are known for their cinema cameras, but they were always like 20,000 plus, et cetera. But they released sort of like a, a smaller one, which is like perfect for people at sort of my level. And it, it's like around like eight to 10 grand. Mm-hmm. yeah right okay yeah that's a bit of cheddar for a bit of a camera that's a good stuff there that's for sure oh, yeah. boy but Ooh, even yeah, the imagine, camera man. you're using now that's still condog condog what what's going on am i unstable again yeah I'm def- always brother I'm definitely unstable <laughs> again it just gave me a message it's like yeah Yo, you're unstable um fuck now i forgot what i was going where i was getting at yeah no your camera now um even that that that's a few chips in the basket there like i'm pretty like yeah like she was yeah, my, easy oh yeah i think i think i've got a different camera to when we shot I'd say. yeah yeah you've got the yeah. it's the canon 5d now isn't it r5 r5 Close. fuck yeah here we go <laughs> yeah no that's all awesome. see i'm I'm still on the 80d my guy i'm just like fucking yeah chip of the chumps you know there you go um anyway um so you're a bit of a, like a film guy yeah like you're oh, yeah. A, a fan of yeah yeah what talk me like i asked jill this last week but what are your like as a kid what were your three favorite films and then how have they changed now like what would you say your three fit like not maybe favorite favorite but it's a tough question yeah as a kid i can't really remember i know i liked last action hero with arnold schwarzenegger oh yeah um, that's a crack that was, the, that was a classic and that was sort of like an ode to film in a way because it sort of like breaks the fourth wall and all that. Yeah. As they like exit the movie and stuff. Um, yeah, that was always one I liked, but now I'm sort of, my favourite movie still to this day is Training Day. Oh, that is a quotable <laughs> great movie. Oh my God. Oh, very quotable. Yeah, I, I think quote I it like every day. Every day. And it's, obviously it's literally Den- Denzel's man. like my favourite actor I've seen. I think I've seen every movie. He's yeah. done even like the late 80s ones. And mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I always like that. And then filming, uh, storytelling. I love Nolan's storytelling. Um, obviously with like The Dark Knight and then like Tenet. A lot of people didn't like Tenet, but I did. Yeah. And then all that type of thing. And then as cliche as it is, especially like, it's the classic like film student. You can probably see where I'm going with classic like film student vibe, but like obviously. Yeah, I was like, about to say, you're going to say, you know, it's just hundred yeah, percent, oh, man. Like if you enjoy any kind of like 
film for not just like, oh my God, there's explosions. But if you like film for filmmaking and storytelling, yeah, Tarantino's 100%. always just a pinnacle man. Like he's just, the way he just does, also the way he just doesn't give a fuck about what yeah. he does. Oh, just, yeah. You can tell, 100%. man. He's an incredible yeah. guy. So like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I love. Oh, great um, film. Just the, and I think his like art style when it comes to like color grading and stuff is what I really like. Like even in my photos, I try to make it look like somewhat filmic and like grainy. And then, yeah, with like my videos, I try and do a, a similar thing. Sort of like a, you make it look old, but it's still quite detailed and modern. Chris. Sort of like that mix. Yeah. 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 Just like his color tones and just the, yeah, overall vibe. But yeah, no, I could talk about movies for a very long time. Oh, absolutely, man. And like his soundtracks that he gets too, man. Like he made oh, it to just. Yeah. Like, Once time Hollywood soundtrack oh, is my favorite. It's- it's so good, man. All it's of them were in like my Spotify top 100. <laughs> oh, really? Just started rinsing it on repeat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got the um, I got the uh, the record pressed and it's just fucking, oh, it's just the best thing to play. It's just oh, hit yeah. after hit. It's, oh, yeah. And then, just kind of come back to us, like, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. I was at, <laughs> I'm just like mesmerized, to be honest. I'm, like, I'm just, whenever, whenever we talk about movies, this is like fucked up because like, I actually like I I've kind of stopped watching movies and stuff like that. Like uh, I don't I got rid of Netflix. I completely fucking unplugged my TV and shit like that. Um, oh, you one of those? Yeah, I, I had to man. Like because like I um I will invest really deeply into a TV series or a movie, or and then I get into like a routine of like watching a movie every single night. Whereas like I've got work to do and like I'm trying to really take this sort of entrepreneurship seriously. And um, if I'm putting time into things that's not really getting me where I want to be, then like I start feeling guilty. And I don't want to like, I don't want to like fucking put this, that kind of feeling on like a really good film. You know what I mean? Like I remember like watching, um, you know, Django Unchained and, feel guilty about after him yeah um cracker as well yeah so i was just like all right um for now until i make it i mean once i'm a fucking millionaire then i'll be like yo let's watch a movie my boy like well see once you hit a million bucks you gotta turn the fucking telly on jesus i think it's gonna be outdated brother well that's i'll be honest with you i've got i've made some sacrifices and i reckon this would be like as i'm gonna I'm going to say mine and then I'll follow on the question with you guys. So like, I've got a, I've got a goal, personal goal to reach a million dollars and uh, I've sacrificed alcohol and drugs to, until I, I make that. Hit a million dollars. It's going oh, to have to be crazy. It's going to put movies on 20. Yeah. Everyone's going to put movies on for 10 hours and just going to do eight balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That sounds like a good, I can't come. I'll come to that. But let me know when you win a million bucks and I'll come hang. Yeah, well, when you're on 9999, hit me up. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. it's going to be a good time. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, wait, I'll give you an extra dollar just <laughs> yeah. to fucking get there, brother. <laughs> yeah. If you're also buying the ball in the fucking cinematography, let's go. <laughs> we could do like a massive celebration party and like Sam can fucking film the whole thing. As well as... Oh, heaps, uh, heaps fucking... Um, heaps 70 spec, eh? There's like a mad photography at a party. This shit getting real weird. Especially if you're there, Connor. I mean, you'll be naked straight away. Yeah, he does that. The first time I met him, he took his kid off, actually. Exactly. Once again, it's, it's probably your, that happens it's probably a soft lot. eyes. I, what I was going to say, it's your soft eyes. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, that is awesome. As long as, you don't, as long as you don't burn out and you're not one of those 
grind so hard, wake up at three, TV's unplugged, blah, 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 type of people. Yeah, so I... I Doesn't end well. Yeah, I did fall into that. And uh, Dylan will know. Like, Dylan's always like, did you get enough fucking sleep? Because you're acting like a fucking tool. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, like, (laughs) I... I, um, It's hard. Like, I I do have a lot of lazy moments. And, um, like... And, yeah, like, it's sort of like one of those times where I'm like, all right, I do beat myself up a little bit about it, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, fuck, man. You've just done an eight-hour day work. You're training three dogs after work, and then you're trying to organize fucking a podcast, doing your online businesses and fucking everything else on the side. Like, And then, like, the, I was going to the gym as well. So it's like, what the fuck? Because I was that guy. I was going to bed at fucking 12 o'clock at night, sometimes 1.30, and getting up at fucking latest four o'clock in the morning just so i could fit everything in and then it just got it did it got to the point where i was like literally mumbling bullshit the whole time my brain yeah. was fucking fried like i was a complete yeah. mental health just oh. dives and then you're not as yeah. productive like yeah. i hate people that romanticize that lifestyle of like you've you know you've got to be like working so hard that like you become an absolute idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I, like, it's, it's, it's very common it's, these days to romanticize oh, that and be like, like, you know, like yeah, that, the rock, like up at three, you know, my TV's yeah, outside, no Netflix is cancelled. Like, <laughs> no one's no. the fucking rock, hey. Like, that but, cunt is ridiculous. Have you seen the amount of sushi that cunt can eat? Yeah. No wonder oh, yeah. he can do what he does. Yeah, yeah that's it. Like, so but the rock, he's just a fucking, he's built different. And like, some people are wired like that. Of course, he's built different. Look at the size of the guy. Look at him. He's fucking. It's got. He's built different but in every way. The <laughs> thing, is, the the one thing that really fucking like gets me a bit wigged out about The Rock is like, it's obvious that he takes fucking steroids, right? Um, I, much I, I assume so. <laughs> but like, how the fuck is he functioning? Because you're supposed to get like a good night's sleep when you're taking steroids. Like you're supposed to get really good sleep, otherwise it do- the effect of it really fucks you up. So like. I know he has a lot of money, so he's probably got like some good. He's probably taking like tiger blood or something. Who knows? Probably man. drinking tiger blood. Probably yeah. drinking. Probably got a tiger out the back that he drinks straight from the fucking tap. No, he's got a bit probably. of money, but um, I I don't think he I don't think he he works. Don't get me wrong, like he would work very very hard, but I don't think it's a hundred percent like you see on his Instagram. Yeah. Like he would definitely like have his downtime. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Like you. You could post, you, you, like, you could post anything. He could be on the lounge posting something yeah. that he's done. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, it's, he's not, uh, yeah. Get yeah, that bread. 100%. Yeah. Get the fuck out of bed, you cunts. And he's, like, just <laughs> literally laying in bed. Like, you never yeah. know, man. He's just, and plus it's yeah. The Rock. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's on something different. He's a big boy. He's no, got he's, genetics. He is a legend. I mean, like, although, you know, it's in, it's, insane what he does uh, he does inspire me he is like a guy that i look to for motivation like it, it goes like fuck man if this guy's working like this i can do it and like that are you a, are you a wrestling fan me, me? i was well, yeah oh, either one anyone yeah, anyone a wrestling fan i definitely was yeah Chronic. when i was yeah younger when you were younger i um it's it's just a great sport it's a oh, it's a great bit of entertainment anyway that's uh you see when he first started Little oh, chubby yeah. boys, well, yeah. he's still jacked, but still a little chubby boy. Oh, what the Do rock it. is cooking? Yeah, I, I tried. I tried. <laughs> that was so half ass. 
I was a little nervous, all right, but I, I went for it. Um, Good on you. What? Um, have you? And this is going to jump back into an odd topic that we're talking about, but like, have you ever been asked to um, like create content for like someone's OnlyFans? Oh yeah, all the time. Um, and I, I've done it heaps of times, but it's just it's only if it falls in line with like what I do. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. and my art style. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't even know how I could possibly create a nice image of someone just like touching themselves. Like, I don't, I can't imagine how it could be artistically pleasing in any way. And yeah. so it's just yeah, no, I just couldn't. So yeah, like like I do it, but they usually only come to me and ask if our styles sort of align. Because a lot of girls I know that have only fans, they don't really do like the porn slash sexual side. It's just like teasy, artistic, yeah. mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So it's kind of, well. like, kind of like you're the same, on the same line as your Patreon account, yeah? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes we'll do deals where we can both use it and that type yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah so it's that. not like they haven't hit you up and been like, oh, okay, I've got this butt plug and I want <laughs> you to take a photo of me spread eagle with this butt plug. That hasn't come across yet. Oh, it has. I just don't do it. No, fair <laughs> yeah, fair I'm just like, yeah, you, you, That's you're on the wrong tree. Yeah, get yourself a tripod, darling. Self timers. Built for these things, man. Um, yeah, that's that's fucking. That's actually pretty crazy. Like, um, yeah, just being in that in that sort of position where you've got, um, because like most guys would just be like let's go <laughs> like um but uh you know that's pretty I, i'll be honest I'm, I'm actually impressed i'm impressed that you um have those boundaries set for yourself to be able to go like i don't even think i'd enjoy it in any way it's just not really honest, my like, thing look I, i'm a i'm a pretty thirsty bloke myself but uh, i would even <laughs> feel i would feel very awkward in that situation to be honest like um, yeah i think i must just be too vanilla or too like soft core or whatever but it just it, i'll just be like fucking hell you definitely i don't even not, know your last name yeah you're not, <laughs> not that guy that's going to put the you know the splash suit on and you know cover yourself yeah, no. up for the, the the storm that's about to rain down on you <laughs> the old splash don't see world yeah yeah no not the front row <laughs> yeah. the front, somewhere in the back perhaps <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, I, get, I get remarks all the time about being like a pornographer and stuff and i'm like oh, pornographer geez that's a yeah. bit rough isn't it i did yeah. i was thinking about i did have a thought i did have to admit i did have a thought to myself when you said you are looking at making short films i'm like i wonder if he's making talking about the pornography industry <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah i get asked that a lot and like i, I have friends yeah. that make those jokes and i mm-hmm. i'm like yeah fuck off <laughs> Yeah, it used to annoy. Happen? It used to annoy me. Okay, so, yeah, just, I, was, yeah. I was gonna ask, like, how does it make you feel when people don't, like, they take you seriously, but they kind of like they're not, like, they sort of go through, like, obviously everyone has an opinion and a thought of you, and you can't really change that, but like, yeah, does, I think that's what I've learned. Yeah, does it like you will? Yeah, does it affect you a bit? Like, do you kind of go? Do you feel a little bit disheartened when people don't like? don't take it for you know what it is because like, it is an art like, sort of it sort of it sort of depends like there's yeah there's people where i'm like oh they just don't get it mm-hmm. i can't change how they view things and that's how it is but like i have got upset before when people just like 
there's been like people that just assume I'm a creep or assume this or that. That stuff can annoy me. Like sometimes I do wish I was either gay or a chick because it'd just be so much smoother yeah. to like create this art and do this job. So there's been yeah, times where like that stuff sort of annoys me. But now when people make jokes about that or like I run into people that I like half know and they're just like, oh, how do you do what you do? Blah, blah, blah. I'm just, I just sort of laugh it off because I'm like, oh, well, you know, mm. it's not their fault. They don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. It's not their fault. They're thick as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like you said, man, like it's, there's they're two completely different kinds of thing. Like you're yeah. working towards the more body image thing. We're like, do you agree with the whole, um, the school of thought we're saying that like body image, I just asked this question already with body image and um, like taking nude photos and having nude photos taken of you can make you feel better. Like that's, that's that question. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen people's confidence improve massively after a shoot yeah. and after they receive their photos and after they post it. And I mean, I do a lot of bookings where the photos don't even get posted by either me or them. Sometimes it's literally just for them yeah. to look back on them to, you know, yeah. build confidence, this and that. And yeah, no, I, I've seen huge confidence jumps, which I think would be one of my favorite parts. Just like, mm-hmm. yeah, the, oh my God, is that me? And that type of thing. And yeah. Is there anyone that yeah, you true. dream to shoot? Like, uh, like it doesn't matter who it is, like anywhere in the world. Like, is there anyone in particular where you're like, yo, I have to, like, I, I'll do anything I can do to shoot. That. There's a few people I follow that I reckon would be sick to shoot. Like there's this girl in, queensland her name's chelsea hooker mm-hmm. she creates like stuff that's like very like kind of like my style and i often use like her pictures a lot for like mood boards and inspiration and all that yeah this is a few people like that like a few people i follow on on insta that i would just like love to team up with and stuff there were there was one um maddie neville she was yeah. like a, mm-hmm. a big a big inspiration of mine very similar thing like a lot of her photos were inspiration and then she came to sydney and i paid to shoot her and i made both photo and film and there's some of like my best work and we're really good for my confidence i think because i often work with first timers whether the shoot is only like a seven out of ten or eight out of ten in my books i put all that blame on myself where i realized like when i worked with maddie because she was like a professional and stuff that it's sort of like a it is a two-way street as well yeah so i realized sort of like what i could do and stuff so it's um, good to sort of taste both sides did you say you paid her to shoot yeah yeah because she i mean she's a bigger deal than i am and i think that's what it comes down to it's like who who benefits more out of the shoot and it like she was on tour technically so i'm like taking her time it's weird how it works because it's literally like depending on who you are and whatnot is like like i'll collab with someone if i think they're very talented or they got good ideas or they got a good following or whatever where if someone comes to me like trying to cl- collab but i'm not really going to get much out of it and they don't have much of a following it's just not going to happen like it's just yeah. it's just yeah. a natural sort of mm-hmm. pecking order yeah of course of yeah. course um yeah I, and that's uh, true I, I reckon that's pretty good like you you have to set standards for yourself and i guess that's a really good base to have when you're especially when you're running a business like you kindness is always great but sometimes you need to um really set like a a boundary for yourself because like you know that time is so valuable to you and if you're um you know giving out freebies everywhere and or whatever or you know collabing with people aren't gonna do you know do the due to you um 
yeah, sometimes you have to, you have to make that. Like, I've tried to collab with so many people and so many people have been like, you don't have enough followers. Now it's a shot to the fucking ego for sure. But like, what I could do is I could like, I wish I had more. Like, I could go out and buy fucking followers like the majority of fucking people do just so they can call them. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm just not about that. And I, I like, I, I would be better for me for it to be more authentic where I actually go like, hey, look, let's collab. And they go, yeah, sure, let's fucking do it. Then like me knowing that all my followers are fucking fake as fuck and, you know, someone like collabs with me and doesn't get as much out of it as I would. Like, I just don't yeah. feel like that's, that's cool. So um, I under, I definitely understand it. I understand, like, being even being on the fucking receiving end of that, like, the no, like, it's um, it sucks. Oh, yeah. At the same time, it's a massive learning curve. And if anything, like, what, what you do is you, are, you have a healthy, like, structure for yourself, but then at the same time, you create drive in that person. Like, that person, if they're a type of person that wants to collab with you, they will reach the mark to be able to collab with you. So basically you set a standard for someone and like, that's, yeah, exactly. That's a great thing. Exactly. And if they want a certain, you know, if they really want to shoot with me on a certain style or whatever, I mean, obviously they, they can book. So it just comes down to sort of how bad they want it and that type of thing. And I've, I mean, I've had to be careful with like the, the freebies and that because unfortunately being like quite naturally nice, but, and especially when I had like a lower self-worth, like I'd get, I've had girls like sort of like fake like flirt with me or like be into me to sort of like try and get photos and that. But you like you learn all that type of thing along the way and yeah, it's all learning curve. Yeah, that was gonna yeah. be a question. Eh? I was gonna ask like, dude, did you get that? <laughs> like, do you get like the girls flirting with you to try and you know get get something out of it? You know what I mean? Because like, oh yeah, you provide a fucking good service. So I mean, and plus you're um like with like some people they don't really um how it's i'm trying to think of the best way to put this like uh invest in themselves like they don't feel like they like let's say for instance like, like they might think 200 bucks for a shoot's fucking too much right whereas yeah. like they're they're looking at it as it, it's 200 dollars to get her, their photo taken but is it that or is it it's 200 dollars to like put yourself in an uncomfortable position and learn from it and it, you know, create great content and, you know, get to see yourself in a, oh, in a beautiful way. Um, yeah, and that's it. I mean, I, I never lower my prices for anyone because I know, like, the right people understand why and the value and mm. everything else. And that's something you sort of learn as you're establishing. Like, when you're a small business, you're like, you know, you try and, like, you know, I did so many free shoots or cheap shoots where now you, you get to that establishment level where you realise what you're worth and all that type of thing and you don't buckle because you just know but that's all part of the the learning curve and whatnot and I mean I'm still my business has still got you know lots to grow I think it's only really just starting to hit its sort of not its peak but it's it's only really starting to kind of hit the ground running now and it's only like two years Mm -hmm. into it like I feel like after COVID it'll I'll be doing these films I'll be sort of a bit more proactive in marking myself and going after certain things rather than just being comfortable and i think it's really the platform i've i've built will be a good sort of springboard yeah. do you have like a creative um process like that you have or do you just go with whenever like inspiration comes like it i'm getting a piece of paper and i'm writing it down or do you set um set for different times? things to be like I've for different things out. it's di- uh it's different um when i'm like scrolling on instagram because i over time i follow so many pages that are like 
very similar to my style and that. So I just like save them, save them. And then I'll either like, if I think they suit someone, someone's idea that's like booked in for a future date, I'll send it to them. Or so like people I'm collaborating with ongoing or I'm going to, I like send it to them, send it to them, see if like they're into it. And then that's sort of how like shoots sort of start off. And they're usually only sort of like a base plan, depending how creative the other person is. Sometimes we barely look at our inspiration. We just go wild. But then, yeah, like with the film side of things, like I've actually been super inspired lately because I've been watching like YouTube reviews of the camera that I'm getting, but then I watch like projects they have made. Mm. And then like, I get little ideas from that. And then I'll be trying to sleep later that night and I'll be thinking of things mixed yeah. in with things in my daily life. Like obviously short film has something to do with my car. My sport ad has something to do with my favorite um, sport energy drink. What was the third thing I was doing? I can't remember. I, there's a third few film. things. You're doing a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing it just like an actual short film, which is a bit more of like, story just about like um boys will be boys and it's about like my friend waking up on a saturday and like getting his motorbike out and shredding it but like i'm just using it to sort of practice things that i haven't really done like lie well not haven't done but that i want to practice more like and i'll be using the new camera to be like learning that lighting scenes creating scenes like filming something that i've actually planned completely rather than like run and gun so stuff like that yeah. and I think yeah all that stuff combined with everything I'm building on now like that post-covid sort of boom will be quite exciting yeah. it's definitely the time to be uh like looking at projects hey like fuck even though I've been looking at like projects that I've never done in life like usually like Connor knows this I'm uh I'll make little shitty videos little snippets little just like spontaneous fucking things that like I'll be listening to a song or watching something and similar to you like you get like a little hit of something you say fuck i've got it I, I can't think i can't stop thinking about this singular thing oh yeah so you start yeah you start writing it down so i'm like but covid's good because you've had that time to now sit down and you have so much free time you're like fuck why don't i actually put effort into something and, like really <laughs> yeah. invest <laughs> like legit 100 percent. like i'll i'll be just like listening to music playing games or whatever and then like i've got some skateboards sitting there that a company sent me and i'm like oh yeah i'm gonna do like a film for them eventually and i'll hear a song and i'll start to imagine sort of like the scenes that would go with it and everything yeah, else and then like quickly write that down and it's good because I feel like I did get away from that for a while when I was working like the corporate side and then like doing all this photography and all that like I sort of got away from that so it is nice to be back and I'll, I'll now that my business is quite established I'll almost be like using like the photography stuff to sort of fund you know having a cinema camera yeah. doing these projects because you do the like obviously all three of these projects are for fun, but they're the type of thing I'd want to do for brands. So therefore I'll have them to show and yeah. And it combined with like the gear I'll then have, I think, yeah, it'll be a real good uh, springboard. And the way things are now, like, you know, you can be a one man band and you can be like company send you products and you film with it and, you know, you get paid X amount and you never even have to like go into an office and sit with them and that type of thing. So I think I can really become just like a hub of sort of, yeah, like content creation for all different things. All yeah. different kinds of things. Just keep your feet in every kind of pool kind of thing like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Every yeah, industry, absolutely. Every industry, every genre, all that type of thing. But yeah, I'll yeah, always well, love like my portrait photography and like the artistic stuff and I'll still be doing that for sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, and, uh, do, you, nice do you have any sort of like advice you could give to someone who's interested in... Um, 
taking the same path as yourself like who who wants to start editing photos becoming a photographer or getting into like you know um videography and stuff like that would you have anything to sort of share with someone and um maybe inspire them to take it on or keep going yeah yeah for sure uh, i think the first thing would be don't go to uni <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't do a few degrees yeah yeah we're just talking about you send a pain that later in tax good times <laughs> um i think yeah just finding out sort of what makes you want to do it like i was making sport videos obviously and it led from that so like because i broke down the concept and realized it was like making a story framing an image etc and literally just yeah just grab a camera grab your friends whether it's photos or videos and just just create stuff and youtube is your best friend like i still do all of my learning on youtube like i do many hours a week whether it's like lighting or just I, f- I find just weaknesses in my game and yeah YouTube's the way to go and yeah you just sort of have fun with it and then if, it depends what you want to get into but if you want to get into portrait photography and stuff you start like shooting your friends and people you know for free etc and then if you want to do like ads for businesses like you go to small businesses and just offer to do it for free just so you have it there and then you can show that to future potential clients and yeah you just sort of start off small and just establish yourself and never stop trying to like improve but also never forget like that passion otherwise you'll sort of burn out amazing that's nice man that's good words very good words very good sound (laughs) advice that one that's you should be a guru you should be some sort of teaching guru brother you got the music in my motherfucking ears my guy like i was i had to control myself i was getting a little excited ah you're allowed (laughs) (laughs) oh shit all right, man. So I think we'll um we'll wrap it up there if that's all right. If you're if you're keen, Dylan, if that's, that's, that's yeah, man, that's a good chat. Very interesting, man. Thank you again too for jumping on. As you said, you don't always like to collab with certain people, and we appreciate you jumping on with us. <laughs> oh no, I, I think, thank you for having me and for pretending I'm interesting. That's no, cool. oh, you're a very interesting, man. Very interesting, very interesting man. man. And um, I'm glad to say you're now contagious. Oh, every Lord. time he says, every time he says that, <laughs> there's, there's two things that he says in a podcast. Tom and, and, Tom and place. In that. Tom and yeah, place. You need to go to the doctors for that one, brother. Break out for one Thursday. You could be too late. Oh, oh, you You going Pfizer? You going AZ? I'm going the old AZ. Um, yeah, but, baby, roll the dice. That's yeah, that's idea. it. I thought yeah, I've had a good run. About a good inning, you know. You're gonna die sometime. Yeah, that's it. If you if you get a Pfizer, would be too safe exactly right it's boring you know what i mean you want to i want to live life by the edge that's az baby roll the fucking dice they did they said i didn't have enough followers to get pfizer <laughs> Ooh, that's tough <laughs> that's tough that's reserved reserved not, for the big wigs not bi- a big enough deal to get pfizer unfortunately hopefully by yeah, october no. 22 i'll uh i'll have ten thousand yeah. followers and i'll, yeah, I'll get pfizer well yeah, you go to the black guy to go to <laughs> I'd go to Aldi to get my one. That's how little followers I had, mate. I'd get the black and gold version. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. We've so, just lost all the anti-vaxxers. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a market that we really wanted, too. Lucky, lucky, we, lucky we talked about this at the end. Well, yeah, uh, exactly. Right. I'll be honest. I don't, I don't think I'm going to get vaccinated, but um, that's just because I'm... Yeah, right. you know, that's just because I'm lazy. Okay, yeah, it's, got nothing, it's got nothing to do with, like... 
vaccines and non-vaccine bullshit, I just can't be fucked. Like, you're already autistic. So. Exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a problem, dude. So like, that goes to fact that I get I'm just at the point where it's kind of like, fuck it. But, you know, everyone has great points of view on it. And I, I love sitting back and watching and listening and all that sort of stuff. But me personally, I just don't care. Oh, 100%. And like, you know, like... Fuck. Yeah, I wasn't going to get it. But now they're, they're pushing like the fear of like... It's actually very smart marketing. Like They're literally pushing like that you're going to miss out on a lot of things if you don't. Yeah, oh, 100%. It's like it I worked on me. Like, that's the thing. Oh, I was always gonna get oh. pretty cool until that. Me too, man. I was like, nah, fuck it. I'm not getting it. No, I don't need it. And then they were like, it's not mandatory, but you can't go outside unless you get it. I was like, ooh, yeah, you'll be able to see your friends soon. And I'm like, oh, I'll <laughs> take that risk. Rubber arm, hundred percent. Yeah, got a hold of me real quick. Yeah, my like, my aim for this hour was just to not say anything to get cancelled. So fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> We'll yeah. do a test audience. We'll get yeah, it. Thank God no one <laughs> listens to this podcast. Otherwise, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it'd be fun. It's going to be us three talking about it. Well, the thing oh, yeah. is, it, it'd be such a divided audience because, like, we've got two guys here that are vaccinated or getting vaccinated, and it's just me, the the idiot that isn't. So, like, we'd have we'd have both, we'd have the audience. We'd they'd be it'd be Team Connor and. And uh, Team Sam and Dill, that <laughs> That's a I'd good team to be on. Oh, I'd, I'd turn into the werewolf for sure. Round. The werewolf? What do you mean? Oh, what are you talking about? Are you talking a about Twilight, Twilight reference. Is that a Twilight yeah. reference? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a Twilight reference. <laughs> of course it is. Uh, all right, guys. Everyone, Sam, David, go give him a follow on Insta. Uh, check out his... Uh, you've got a website, yeah? Oh, I, yeah, I, it, it's down at the moment because I'm doing stuff to it, but yeah, it, it exists. Yeah, <laughs> it is up. <laughs> if you want to give him a little suss out, go. you can have a look in the description. I'll leave his um, Instagram in the description. Um, you're an absolute amazing bloke, mate. Thank you for joining us oh, and uh, sharing with, sharing us everything that's about, well, not everything, but most things that are about you and the uh, enjoyment. Uh, uh, honestly, I've gone full autistic just now. Uh, Dylan, take over, my man. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for joining us tonight as well. I think he was trying to say. Yeah, it was a uh, good <laughs> chat, man. And um, it's a pleasure to actually meet you. I know we spoke uh, yesterday and I was, I was pretty keen to talk to you, man. So it's very nice oh, to yeah, meet no. you. Thank you for having face me. To face. That's right, brother. It's a privilege. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to this absolute shamble of a podcast that I've had an absolute cracker saying with my man Jay, uh, Sam and Connor. Good oh, night. That was great. All right. <laughs> Take it easy, man. <laughs>